I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, chickens. This episode is brought to you by Sue, who has used the uh, supporter function on Acast. Thank you, Sue. She says, looking forward to Matt Smith Adventures. Well, we're in the middle of one. And thankfully, I've had a coffee, thanks to you. to the centre of the TARDIS. So it's a riff on the Jules Verne uh, novel, Journey to the Centre of the Earth. See? Journey to the Centre. Because I was like, for some reason I thought this episode was called Into the TARDIS and then I realised, no, that's an episode called Into the Dalek. And I thought this episode had um, Peter Capaldi in it and Clara, but no, it's Matt Smith. Because I, I hated this series. Like, season seven, apart from the Day of the Doctor special, I hated the whole thing. Uh... Oh, no, I think I liked Dinosaurs on a Spaceship because it was just audacious and silly. Um, anyway, I, uh, yeah. So, I haven't watched this episode in a very long time. And you know what? I'm quite enjoying it. Uh, so, strap in. We're having fun. So, the Doctor set a self-destruct of 30 minutes uh, to find Clara. It was an hour, but, you know, they're only 45-minute episodes, so let's get on to it. So, Clara, meanwhile, is... Uh, poking around rooms, she finds, I think it's Melody Pond's crib, uh, River Song Baby's crib, um, a little toy TARDIS, and then she finds an umbrella, and I don't know if that's meant to be the Seventh Doctor's umbrella, but it's got a, it's the, it looks like a cane handle, not a big question mark. Um, and then there's a creature. Uh, so then the uh, hot one of the brothers uh, consults his little handheld bit of business and it just starts listing valuable equipment that's on board the TARDIS and he's like, oh, hello. So he says, okay, we should split up. <laughs> and the doctor's like reluctantly agrees. He goes, yeah, but don't touch anything. The TARDIS will get huffy. 
Um, so the hot bossy brother says, uh, the tell is the tall one. He goes, Oh, go back to the console room and just start stripping it. Um, so he runs off. Uh, meanwhile, Clara is running from the monster that's chasing her and she's finding weird rooms. Like there's one with a big telescope in it. Um, then there's one with a swimming pool that looks like it's fully in sunshine. And then she finds herself in a huge library and she says, Oh, show off. <laughs> Anyway, her hand is still sore. Um, so, next thing we see is uh, the the tall one of the brothers uh, pulling, like, a whole chunk of the console out, um, which is probably not good. Uh, and he starts hearing voices of old episodes. He has no idea what it is, but it's like, I can't, I, I can't discern most of them, but I could definitely hear Christopher Eccleston saying um, the, the collected hordes of Genghis Khan couldn't get through those doors. And I'm like, oh, Christopher Eccleston, I love him. Um, so, I mean, I also love Matt Smith, calm down. Uh, but yeah, it, it's there's a lot of voices. Just, so they're voices of past episodes. I'd love to know if anyone knows what the voices are because they're very, indistinct uh on my television i had it up really loud even though it's uh, very early in the morning uh so because i'm having coffee so uh the hot bossy brother finds um his detective finds a door that says everything you could possibly want is behind it and he's like what uh so he goes into this room and there's all these like shining bright they look like grapes or like eggplants um just hanging off this big bunch of cables it's it's awesome design it looks like something at mona <laughs> it's just not the poo machine but you know just like one of those big art installations that's in a room and you're just like i don't even know what this is anyway these big light up grapes and they've got like those gallifreyan symbols on them um they're huge like they're the size of someone's head uh and uh, the detective says it'll build anything he wants. And the doctor turns up with the android brother thing. Um, the doctor's like, don't touch anything. Uh, he says, this is the architectural reconfiguration system and it can remake molecules. Ooh. And if he tries to take any of it, the TARDIS will retaliate. Uh, so the hot bossy one pulls a bit of it out anyway. Uh, the was like, don't take that circuit. And then the TARDIS engine starts screaming, uh, like, you know, the the landing noise, basically, but, like, like it's being wrenched in half. Um, and the the android one is like, well, uh, he's, like, blocking his ears because it's really upsetting him. And then he's like, where's the door gone? The door's disappeared. Uh, and the door has indeed gone, uh, the one they just walked through. So the hot bossy brother is like, well, let's just burn it. Burn a hole in the wall. And he's like, I can't. It's alive. I can't hurt it. Oh, the android one's so sweet. Uh, so the doctor's like, you know, it's it's going to get ugly. Um, so when the bossy one goes to burn the wall, the, a door appears. Uh, clearly the TARDIS is like, oh, this one won't be reckoned with. <laughs> Um, meanwhile, Clara in this giant library has found a book called The History of the Time War, which she opens and she's flicking through and she goes, oh, so that's who, and then the monster is turned up. So she's got to run. So Clara bumps into a shelf and knocks down like a little bottle, uh, which starts leaking voices, uh, is like a little purple symbol. It's really like, just, I love how many things in this episode so far are just like, oh my God, this is amazing, but 
quickly on with the story. Um, so yeah, I I'm, I loved this little bit, like just these voices, and she starts waving them away. <laughs> The voices are spilling out of the bottle. It's like she's in Hogwarts. <laughs> like this whole library is Hogwarts on board the TARDIS. Um, so she is just pushed herself up against the shelves and the monster creature thing uh, runs past her. So she sneaks out the other way. Uh, the doctor says that uh, the TARDIS is trying to confuse them. Um, he says it's creating a labyrinth because it it feels threatened, obviously. Uh, And basically, the bossy hot one needs to let go of the circuit he stole, uh, the big grape that lights up with the Gallifreyan writing. Um, Otherwise, they're never going to get out of the TARDIS ever, and the 30 minutes will be up and they'll explode. Uh, So he calls the toll brother and says, you know, you have to stop. You have to stop pulling apart the console room because... We're all going to die in here. Um, And the tall guy ignores him uh, and finds a hole in the floor and starts descending a ladder just as Clara comes into the control room. Um, But she sees the door is gone. No door. Uh, And she's furious. She's like, why would you do that to the TARDIS? So she's finally come on board to talking to the TARDIS. (laughs) The TARDIS has taken her doors away. Um, So (laughs) the tall one, while he's climbing down the ladder... Uh, gets burned or frozen. Anyway, his hands go and he falls. Um, and then he's attacked by the creature. And yeah, it doesn't look good. Um, the android guy says, you know, you have to drop the circuit. And he's like, no, I can't. And he's like, and it's like, but your brother's just got died. Like, and you care more about that circuit and salvage than you do about your own brother. Um, the doctor is sonicking ahead of him and he says, oh, there's, uh, there's things coming. Uh, next thing you know, they're attacked. Uh, they all run. The doctor's like, we need to stay together. And then he apologizes to the monsters. Oh, so sad. Um, Clara leaves the con- the console room uh, and ends up back in there again twice. <laughs> so she keeps leaving. She leaves the console room and then she's back in the console room. She leaves the console and she's back in the console room. Then the doctor and the android also find the console room and the doctor says it's an echo. Uh, uh, the doctor knocks a component off the console uh, and it's, it turns up in the console room where Clara is. Uh, And the doctor's like, oh my God, Clara's here. I can hear her. I can hear her. Um, And she she walks up to another door with a red light, uh, which already she's realized that pressing the button with the red light is bad. Um, But she presses it anyway. And then the monsters are in with her. Oh my God. Oh, this is going to be a triple-barreled episode. This is exciting. Uh, All right, uh, tomorrow, hopefully the last one, and hopefully we'll finally come to the Eye of Harmony. Uh, Is there an Eye of Harmony in this TARDIS? There must be. There's one in the last one. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.